Blink. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. Six minutes past the hour. Hello, this is Speedy hosting your best of Rick and Bubba Show. It's a Cook's Pest Control Best of. Well, uh, giving you a little bit of a treat here. It's been a while since we've played this. It is Willie and Wanda Hour. Bubba, it is time uh, to uh, tell a story that has been uh, has been begged uh, from us uh, for, for years. And I do mean years. It has been a long time ago. Uh, when this uh, when this when this actually happened, um, the um, the details we will we will leave sketchy uh, to protect uh, the innocent and uh, and and guilty. Well, but, with uh, with Don Juan and Speedy going to Los Angeles, I thought this was yes, a nice tie-in. Yes, uh, a, a good time to do it. Has this ever been told before in there? No, never. no, this is the first time. <laughs> uh, never has. Many 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 years ago, in a place very far far away. Yes. Uh, we were involved in a promotion that we were going to Los Angeles, and we were yes. going to carry two listeners who were going to be drawn via a random drawing. Right. Now, now right, there, yes. right there is the beginning yes. of where this story goes awry. Let me, for all you aspiring radio people, salespeople, because you're involved in this too, our people on the air, the term random drawing, uh, <laughs> it, it, if you're going to place out boxes, uh, be careful where you place them. Yeah, Rick, uh, you know, the, there's nothing wrong. I mean, uh, different people shop and do different type business at different places. But uh, when you have a uh, have a box at a title plum place where yeah. someone will actually give up their car for $25, yes. you have to worry a little bit about what you're dealing with. Per, maybe, maybe if someone is going to go on a trip with you and you're going to spend time with them, yeah. Maybe the people that will give up their whole car for 25 bucks is, uh, is not yeah, the people you check. Just a hint. Yeah, this is like we, open we, mic night. We begin, we yeah. begin and we have... Uh, yes, oh, it's worse. <laughs> yes, thank you. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> thank you for crediting us with changing that. Yeah. Um, we, uh, we have the drawing, and we're going to call the winner and do a promo uh, so you know Gosh. we can play it on the air. And right. we called... And and we we call and we will say that the the young lady's name who won was Wanda. Wanda. We'll just say that it was Wanda. <laughs> and I call and I said, "Is this Wanda?" Yeah, this is Wanda. <laughs> now, Wanda was a chain smoker, and uh, yes, she was. And and didn't I? I don't even. I can't even do the voice anymore, um, Rick. How? No, you said we we we, we called we called her. She said yes. Yeah. She said yeah. She said yeah. This is Wanda. And uh, we said we, we said Wanda. This is this is Rick and Bubba. What Rick and who? <laughs> said um, Rick and Bubba. Do you remember registering to win a trip to Los Angeles? Well, hell yeah! <laughs> you know, like, and I and I know right then. And I, I'm thinking, hey, we're in trouble. And, yeah. and folks, I me, I, that's the only word I will use because she gave us others yes. that uh, yes. that we cannot uh, that we cannot use on the air. Well, she didn't believe us, so we go through a flurry of uh, words that sound like we just came off the troop ship. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she doesn't believe us. We have to call her back again to verify this. And then she begins to go nuts. And she is screaming and running around the trailer, screaming to the top of her lungs. She is screaming hey, through the, key, key word here, trailer. Yeah, she was, she was screaming throughout to her home. Uh, 
you know, uh, I'm going to GD Los Angeles. <laughs> Look, okay? we're not making we're not making any judgments about anybody or anything. We're simply telling the story as it happened. Look, okay? I, I have I lived in a manufactured home uh, a lot a long portion of my life, so I don't think everybody lives in a manufactured home would be these type of people. But I must tell you the the term the term white trash comes to mind here. Rick, uh, we 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 were somewhat in a panic what we'd gotten yeah. into. Yes. And uh, as the the morning that we were leaving, we were were going to the Atlanta airport. Uh, they the limo picked me up first, and then we had to pick them up. And and, and I knew I knew there was problems <laughs> when the directions was last trailer on the right. Um, but we get there, we find it. The trailer door swings open. Yes. I don't mean open and come out. It now, comes open like a, a bomb has exploded. Now, now, Bubba, I think that we have left out an yes. important important part when oh. she started telling us who was going to go with her. It was a trip for two. Well, uh, please don't don't leave that out because you're about to talk about this guy. And uh, she, well, she she, uh, she asked uh, who who the friend that she could carry could be, and right. and we said, well, anybody. And uh, we asked if it was her husband that was going to be going, and oh. she said, "No, he's in the pen." <laughs> she said, "She said, can Willie go?" And we I'm said, gonna carry my boyfriend, Willie. <laughs> yeah, and I said, "I said, well, I said, uh, you know, it's uh, so it's not your husband." No, the old man's in the pen. <laughs> He got picked up by the law. Yeah, and I said, I said, well, are y'all divorced? No, he just can't go. So I'm gonna take my boyfriend Willie. So we get there. Trailer door swings open, and out comes Wanda, suitcase in hand, on a full sprint to the limo. Yes, as hard as she can go. And then coming behind her, and he looked like he started on a full sprint. From way, way in the back of the trailer comes old Willie. Now, I have to tell you what Willie looks like, and I don't know any other way to describe this. Careful here, Bubba. The well-accepted pictures of the way Jesus looked. The long, stringy hair, beard and goatee. Uh, and uh, look, th- that is where the tie end ends. Okay, yeah, nowhere, nothing but, else is similar. But topped off with one of those Richard Petty hats, the ca- <laughs> the cowboy, in the front. The cowboy hat with yeah. a fan feather. So basically, you have Jesus with the Richard Petty cowboy hat. On. Now, now Willie, Willie, as he as he hey, will tell us, get ready, get Willie, ready. as he will tell us later, ain't never been nowhere. <laughs> okay. I ain't never been nowhere. Willie comes running from the back of the trailer. And he is so excited. No, he doesn't stop to go down the steps on the front porch. He does a full hurdle over the rail. One problem. The last foot, the last silver toe of his boot, got hung on the rail as he tried to hurdle it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Willie... Cowboy hat and all went end over end into a giant bush. <laughs> now this did allow this did allow me to see inside their home. Let's don't miss this. Don't miss where, this. Now now Willie was a big outdoorsman because he ain't never and, been nowhere. And we know we know a lot of deer hunters that you know they keep a trophy the the head of a of a deer that they sure. harvest. Mm-hmm. Right. Willie not only kept the head. He had a whole deer stuff, <laughs> hoofs, tail, and all, standing in the middle of his living room. Yes. He stuffed the whole deer. 
in the middle of the living room, just left of the TV. <laughs> now, Willie, Willie picks himself up off the ground, begins another full sprint toward the limo, locks it down like a sideways slide into the limo like a skier would do, and promptly announces, I ain't never been nowhere. Now... At this time, uh, his his uh, girlfriend, Wanda, begins to explain to Bubba why Billy seems to be a little clumsy. Well, she said he'd been drinking since 4 o'clock to take the edge off. <laughs> this is about 6 in the morning. And I said, he's been drinking for two hours? She said, no, 4 yesterday afternoon. <laughs> All right, when we come back, oh, Willie baby. and Wanda are in the limo. And Bubba is headed to pick me up, and we're headed to Atlanta to catch the plane. <laughs> the rest of this story, folks, uh, it only gets worse. Y'all aren't ready. So, uh, so stand by. The story that we vowed to never tell. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. the hour it is speedy here on the rick and bubba show it's a cook's pest control best of this is willie and wanda hour we giving you a little bit of a treat here heavily requested stuff segment two of the willie and wanda hour if you missed the first one um you can catch up as well on the podcast you can go back and listen to any hour uh whenever you want just search rick and bubba wherever you uh, listen to your podcast subscribe and like please as always all right, so let's jump into it. Segment two of the Best of Rick and Bubba show, Willie and Wanda. Bubba, you'll be happy to know that uh, in the break I talked to uh, our council, and they said uh, just proceed with caution throughout the rest of the story. So, Well, as we pick it up, uh, we have now picked up Willie and Wanda in the limo, and yes. I give a quick sell call to Rick to let him know, hey, hey, we're in trouble. Now, yes. Uh, Willie is a sheet in the wind already He's and, uh, and, and is cons- and still pouring it on. Still drinking. And uh, that's bad when you might weigh 110 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> yes. But um, so we, we get to Rick's and, uh, of course, uh, we have lit up uh, the cigarettes and, and I'm in a fog about to choke. <laughs> yes. Rick gets in and, uh, Rick, that's where we begin our track to Atlanta where we had numerous stops so Billy could use the bathroom on the side of the interstate. Yes, it was a lot of fun to tell a limo driver of a very beautiful, expensive limousine, could you pull over where Willie could take a whiz? Yep. <laughs> and, very uh, impressive. And, of course, uh, Willie, a lot of fun to ride through Atlanta as uh, he wanted to uh, s- uh, show the international sign for disgust uh, to several of the passing motorists. No. Right out of the right out of the sunroof uh, at various times in Atlanta. <laughs> Willie, who ain't never been nowhere, would uh, would give the people of Atlanta the bird. Now we're right, right, right out of the top of the limo. We uh, we're getting very close to the Atlanta airport when Willie says, 
do y'all think they will let me get on the airplane with this? And he pulls what has to be the longest pistol I have ever seen out of his jeans yes, pocket. Does. Yes, he does. It looked like one of them joke kind that the flag would come out of it was so long. Pearl handled chrome, yeah, nice, finest you could buy. Yeah, very nice. Sir. And 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 Rick and I are thinking to ourselves right then that uh, you know <laughs> Willie's not going to make it on the airplane Never because he's going to be picked no. up by security. And here's where we were smart: we had built in a break just in case there was a quag. We booked the the people going with us on a separate airplane. Yes, we did. So Rick and I figure we're going to get them to the terminal, get them checked in. Hey, we'll never see him again. Right. Yeah. I didn't want to be. Problem in, over. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to be there. So I tell Willie, I tell you what, Willie, take your pistol and uh, and head on out, buddy. Yeah. And show it, show yeah. it to the guy there at the gate yeah. with the metal detector. Now, 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 keep in mind, this is, this is where Rick Burgess gets totally disgusted. And, and if you yeah. see a disgusted Rick Burgess, you need, not, to, watch, you need well, to watch out. Well, Rick had, had time and time again just, just put it off, put it off. We. These folks had won. We were trying our best to be accommodating sure. to them. Right. And there's nothing better than, than uh, you know, meeting listeners to the show and, you know, being able to share good things with them and, you know, fellowship with them. And there's nothing worse than coming up on people like this. Right. Yeah, and, and, the, and these people, I think there needs to be an important side note here, didn't know who we were. They just registered at the title park. <laughs> yeah. And they won. They had no idea. Now, what station y'all on again? Because, heck, I ain't never been nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> ain't y'all on that big country station? <laughs> yeah, and so I said, uh, I, said to, I said to Will, I said, look, uh, I'm just going to tell you right now, I said, I'm going to kill you if you say one more. <laughs> I said, I said I, 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 Straight up. Now, Rick, Rick was so put out, he told him this while he's holding a pistol in his hand. <laughs> I, did. I said, I'm going to take that. that uh, y'all we're going to see is the pearl handle. <laughs> You know, Rick comes unglued. He's had all he can take. So I'm threatening to kill a contest winner. Who has a gun. Yeah. Anyway. So, so we, we are at the airport. We drop them at their terminal. And, hey, we're off. And we're laughing. We'll never see them again. Right. Get on the airplane. Have a great fr- uh, flight to Los Angeles. Get there. Get taxi. Go to the, to, to the hotel that we're staying at. We get there, and then, of course, our question is, hey, did Willie and Wanda make it? Yes. <laughs> so we go, we meet the manager from the hotel, and, I mean, we don't even get the full sentence yet. No, sure don't. Did our, and they go, the people from Alabama? <laughs> <laughs> the guy who looks like Jesus wearing a Richard Petty hat? <laughs> yes, is he's he, here. Is he screaming, hey, I ain't ever been yes. And he, and he appears to have scuffed knees and dirty boots. Yeah. Yeah. And has an empty holster. Yeah. 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 That's him. So <laughs> we uh <laughs> That's him. <laughs> and he appears to be walking rather funny. Uh, they're there. So Stay with us, Dale. So we go to our second plan, and that is give them their prize money and kiss them goodbye. No, seriously. I even added to it. And, and, and we called him over. I said, look, y'all, we finally talked to him. I said, here, here, here is a wad of money. Y- y'all just knock you. Now, now, keep in mind, in this contest, we're supposed to take them like on tours and stuff right. like that. We uh, hey, that's out. It. That's out. Forget it. Forget it. I said, I'm buying you to just go away. Here, here's a pile of money. Here's your plane tickets. Love you, man. And and we even see them later in the day. And and they're out eating at a restaurant. We think, hey, this has worked they out great. They got together. Yeah. So we go out. I forgot where we went to, Universal Studios or something. We come back, and our phone is ringing. 
ringing now, horn. We're up to that point, yeah, right? Yeah, we're there. So yeah, I yeah. pick up the phone to start with, and it is Wanda going, <laughs> Willie just tore up our airplane ticket. <laughs> That's exactly how she sounded. That's exactly how she sounded. And, and, and this is what I do. I go, Rick, Rick, get him, Rick, Rick. And it's them crazy people again. <laughs> yeah. So I march up to the floor they were on, oh, swing gosh. open the door, sitting on the edge of the bed, wearing his cowboy boots and boxer shorts, <laughs> with the cowboy hat still on. <laughs> Willie says, I don't know what happened, man. She just, she, well, I can't say what he said. She just made me so mad, I tore him up. I tore him up. <laughs> and look, as he's talking to me, now this is a very nice hotel, okay? He gets up, walks into a plush bathroom, reaches into ice they put in this beautiful garden tub, and pulls a beer out. <laughs> they said, I don't know what happened. <laughs> Takes a pop So She's made me smile. I tore the tickets up. <laughs> so th- this, is, this is beyond. Right now, we're beyond the call of duty. Yeah. We've gone into full war mode now. I mean, we got face paint on. Right. We say, all right, we'll get your tickets replaced. We call the airline. We got them replaced for the next day at 4 a.m. Sure did. We called a cab. We called the wake-up service. We were shipping them out. We'd had it with them. Yeah. We are not dealing with these idiots anymore, okay? They're not going to ruin this trip for us. We, we've we done everything we can to accommodate them, and all they have done is screw it up. Yeah. Okay? And all their money's gone. Every bit oh, yeah. Every bit. Uh, every bit. I said, said what would you spend all your money on? They said, beer? Like, like they, that was even a, uh, I mean, there was yeah. even a discussion well, about what, what it would I, go to. He looked at me like, I thought that's beer money. You know? So, and, and so we think we've got it settled. We've got their tickets. We've got cab coming to them, call coming. So me and Rick go back out to see the sights in Hollywood. Well, we come back in. The phone's ringing again. And I'm thinking to myself, well, there's no way they've got in any more trouble. Yeah. I mean, they've we've, seen, we've done everything. I mean, they've done everything they can do. They're gone. Yeah. Pick up the phone. Bubba, this is Wanda. We got a problem up here. I said, Wanda, what's wrong? She says, Willie tried to kill me and the law come and got him. <laughs> we'll tell you what happened when we come back. <laughs> Willie tried to kill me. Right. We'll be back with the with the finish to this bizarre, bizarre story. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-five minutes till top of the hour. It's a Cook's Pest Control Best of. I am Speedy here on the Rick and Bubba Show. This portion of the show brought to you by our friends at MyPillow.com. Folks, you can't beat MyPillow products. All you have to do is go to MyPillow.com, click on Radio Specials. Uh, then uh, what you want to do is use our special promo code Bubba for an absolute savings. The best prices available anywhere. That's MyPillow.com. Click on Radio Specials and enjoy. Uh, these great savings, but you got to use promo code Bubba after clicking on radio specials to get these savings. So go again, mypillow.com, radio specials, then promo code Bubba. 
uh, at MyPillow.com. Or you can always use RickandBubba.com and click on the Sponsors button, and you'll see a complete listing of our network sponsors. All right, it is segment three of the Willie and Wanda Hour. Enjoy. Bubba, we, uh, we just received our second call from Wanda. There's no way to recap what's happening. If you just join this story, bear with us. Yes. Uh, um, it's just it's too detailed at she, this point. Uh, she has screamed in the phone, uh, Willie tried to kill me, and the law's got him. We hustle upstairs. Yes. We find when we get there the manager of the hotel. Yes. We find Wanda, who mm-hmm. has been uh, popped to the eye a couple of times, it looks like. Unfortunately, that is true. Uh, she is soaking wet. Yes. And I, I immediately go, Wanda, what in the world has happened here? Now, the hot- let, me, let me set the scene. The hotel room is trashed. Trashed. It is absolutely trashed. She says, Billy got mad. Willie got mad at me, and he stuck my head down in the toilet and tried to drown me. <laughs> Which is a terrible situation. Yeah, look, Grant, look, we're not making light of, uh, of the violence of this situation. But uh, but we you have to understand what we had been through. I mean this uh, this woman uh, is not to be blamed in any way, shape, or form. But let's face it, she's made some bad life decisions. Mm-hmm. Rick, this is where the thing just gets absolutely bizarre. Yes. Okay. Like it ain't already. So, right. So so she's soaking she, wet from the toilet. Right. She uh, apparently the scuffle broke out yes. and 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 Willie tried to drown her in the toilet. Okay. She escaped. And sure look, that. and Bubba seriously to uh, to Willie's credit, he did remove the beer from the toilet before sticking her head in. Yes. So uh she apparently everywhere. She apparently escapes, gets out of the hotel room and runs down the hall screaming. A maid sees this. Right. A maid runs and calls police. Right. Now this is in Los Angeles. Okay. Yes. Right. Let me set the timetable here. This is about one month after the O.J. Simpson escapade down the interstate. Mm. Mm. Los An- the state of California, I should say, had just passed a law about abusing your significant other. Yes. Okay. They, they don't play anymore. And it was a rather stiff penalty for that. We ask where had Willie gone? Mm-hmm. He had been taken. To the L.A. pen. Yes. We asked the manager what was going on. She explained this new law to us. She said the, like the chief of police was a friend of hers. She had talked to him on the phone and said that Willie was going to jail for about 20 years. Now, Wanda, at this point, is just completely coming apart. She doesn't want to testify against Willie and leave him in California when this Grand vacation that we're on comes to an end. Yeah, and, and she wants him back. Now, she, yes, mind, right Will, now she is wanting him back. And keep in mind, Willie is the boyfriend. Her husband's in jail. Yeah, her yeah, husband's yeah, already okay, in okay. jail. So the manager of the hotel explains to us, after she has talked to the chief of police, that it doesn't matter what Wanda wants, that Willie, because of this new law, because of the maid seeing him chase her down the hall, and threatening her, that's all they need. It is a done deal. He ain't getting out. He is going to stand trial in Los Angeles as a test case for the new OJ law. Yes. Now, keep in mind, folks, this is us on a contest winner we've taken to Los Angeles. Now, at this point, we try to get 
Wanda gathered together the best we can. Yes. Bruised up. I, I, once again, we call and get her airline tickets moved up even further so yes. we can ship her right on out. Yes. We make plans again to have a cab pick her up. Her called early. And then we had to call our boss at that point and let him know that things were totally out of control. Then comes the horrible call back to Master Control to say, you know that little contest that we've been really promoting and that Rick and Bubba are on right now? You're going to love this. We and, got a, we and got a we promo tell, for you. Yes, I said, uh, you know, we, we tell the whole story. And I, I told him, I said, well, the good news is, imagine the promo when we get back, if you will. Rick and Bubba. Yes. They carried two people to California and left one of them there, all expenses paid for 20 years. <laughs> yes. Yes. We just sent a listener to Los Angeles for 20 years, all expenses paid. <laughs> so, um, so um, you know, we, we, uh, we know now that our, our contest winner is uh, in an orange jumpsuit and shackled. Uh, and is uh, is in jail. That right ju- jump orange jumpsuit and shackle is hard to say. With Very birthday hard. cake in your mouth. Now, now we we are afraid that Willie is going to somehow get out. Repercussions. Come back in some kind of drunken stupor and try to kill us all. Right. Now, that is immediately what we're thinking. That's what you think about for the next twenty four hours of the of the vacation. We sure. talked to the manager again. She talked to the chief and said, "I assure you, don't worry. Willie's in my jail now." I mean, we're in talking L.A. County, L.A. County Jail, the same one O.J.'s in, just a few, just a few cells down. Yeah, that's okay. the one Don wanted. I'll be. You had O.J., you had uh, Robert Downey Jr., and our contest winner. <laughs> <laughs> now, the next morning comes. We get Wanda. We we make sure that Wanda has shipped out. And we get, verify look, that she is on the plane and headed all, back. Yeah, and all you're going to send letters, we had a great counseling. I said, girl, I said, girl, you got Oh, we tried to talk to her. I said, you got to move on in your life. I said, you got you got to get these losers out of your life. You know? We, we did the best we could given right. the circumstances. Right. Well, she's gone, and Rick and I have another two days to enjoy Los Angeles, and we had a ball. We went to Universal Studios. We went to see them tape General Hospital. Yep. We went to this. We went to that. We had a great time. And the running joke became very sick on our part. Hey, what do you think Willie's doing right now? <laughs> oh, yeah. We, should, we just, just, you know, anytime. Yeah. Hey, what's right. And I wonder what they did with the hat that was crumpled up in the corner of the hotel room. <laughs> yeah. You know? I have to wonder. So, um, so and, and, and the it, empty, um, <laughs> what was it? In the empty it, holster. It, yeah. Empty right. holster under the bed. Now, Bubba, then it get we finally get home and it gets very bizarre. Well, no, you're well, le- no, you're no, leaving. we're fixing you're to leave. Oh, yeah. Uh, our, our time is finally up. We're on the airplane. <laughs> the airplane is taxiing down the runway. And we still have this fear. That some Los Angeles lawyer yes. is going to get him out, and they're going to bring him to the plane in an orange jumpsuit and shackles. Yes. Now, you I mean, we're like scanning out the plane yeah, while it's loaded, looking for anything. So well, unmarked car to pull up. Sure yeah. enough, they, they shut the plane up. We taxi down the runway. Plane takes off. And I look across the aisle at Rick and say, hey, reckon what old Willie's doing right now? Yes! That is so true. That is true. And that, we figure, well, we'll never hear from Willie again. Right. But Willie came back around. <laughs> is this uh, the where I, are they now? I, look, I'm, I'm home sometime later. Yes. I'm approached by a member of law enforcement and says, what do you know about Willie? And said the last name. And uh, I said, well, I now, of course, when we got back, we were sworn to silence. 
by our management at the time. As a matter of fact, uh, we were supposed to be sworn to silence for life, I think. Yes. And, of course, here we are telling you. Yes, right. It, well, but uh, look, well, look, this story had to be told, folks. This is what we go through behind the scenes sometimes that you don't realize, and you wonder why we get a little edgy. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> this guy wants to know the story. And and I say, well, I, I know part of it. And he says, I will tell you my part if you will tell me yours, because I know the story after your part. I tell him the exact same story you have been told. He said, well, here's my part. Me and some other people that I work with was approached by Willie's family to go and retrieve him from California. We called, got no answer, called, got no answer. Finally, the district attorney in Los Angeles agreed to meet us over dinner. We went, we had to wine and dine him, and he agreed if we would carry Willie to the plane, as we suspected, in an orange jumpsuit and shackles, <laughs> that they would release him to come back home. But if he ever even stepped in California again, he would go immediately to jail for 20 years. Gosh. They went our, out. This is our contest winner. They went out. Keep that in mind. <laughs> they got him, and they brought him back. And that I passed that story along to Rick. We thought, well, we'll never, That's never that was it. We'll never hear any more about Willie and Wanda. Right. But uh, it came up again very, very soon. When we come back, the conclusion to the story of Willie and Wanda and their trip uh, to Los Angeles with Rick and Bubba. If you're out there right now and you may win a random drawing from this program, you're thinking to yourself, will the next story be about me? <laughs> We'll, and we sure hope not. We've we'll, never been anywhere. Hopefully it won't be. Yes. Conclusion right now. Right, come on. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Best of Rick and Bubba show. Here's the last segment of Willie and Wanda. And don't go anywhere because we refer to Ryan passing out a lot. Well, that's for you, too. Good night. We, uh, we make our way back um, for the final segment, the conclusion of the story that uh, was never to be told. And it has been told today. The tale of Willie and Wanda. Uh, we, uh, we have uh, returned home. You have been told uh, by uh, someone at, uh, very high in law enforcement that they had retrieved Willie. Yes. On behalf of his father uh, from L.A., uh, and we're bringing him back uh, to Alabama, and uh, that's where we are now. Rick, uh, the story ends um, just as a matter Thank of fact, goodness. Christmas, uh, a year or so back. It was uh, the Christmas before Hunter was born. Yes. Uh, I was all excited about being a, a dad, and uh, we were having a little Christmas party at the house. Yes. And, uh, a gentleman was there who who I didn't know uh, before this party, but uh, we got to talking about in, in the big group about a father's love and yes. what a father will do for a child, and you know what a great gift that uh, that oh, they are. And oh, yes. this guy says, "Hey, says I know a guy. You won't believe what he had to do for his son. <laughs> he had to fly out to Los Angeles, <laughs> and he had to take the district attorney to dinner. He spent about six hundred dollars on the meal." <laughs> just to get his kid out of jail and bring him back here to Alabama. <laughs> and I perked up when I heard that story, and I said, really? I said, his name wouldn't be Willie, would it? <laughs> he says, have you heard of that? I said, not only did I hear it, I lived it, man. <laughs> I was there, man. 
I said, but you know, it really ain't his fault. You know why? And he said, why? I said, because he ain't never been nowhere. <laughs> he ain't never been nowhere. <laughs> Stay in it. Stay in it. And there's, there's several... There's several side stories to this that will remain untold. Yeah, we we, we won't tell what happened right after we got back, right? We yeah. didn't know none of that. So uh, that. Uh, oh man, that's part of the story. No, we can't tell that. Is he in jail now? No, no. I just it just seemed. Let, to let's just say, I mean, a lot of times uh, you you see a trend in people, and they uh, sometimes, I mean, sometimes they make changes for the better, and bless their heart, sometimes they. Head right off down that uh, very wide road is yeah. where we're being told oh, at the good book. No. Yeah, yeah. Some people uh, just cannot get in line. Uh, no. So uh, we'll. Uh, but who knows? Maybe today things are different for Will. And and y'all, you don't know how it has hurt us not to be able to tell you that for I don't know how many years. For a man. number of years. <laughs> yes. There's been there's been many a days that I've spent most of the lunch hour begging. Yes. Begging for, this, for more. Begging for this. <laughs> you know, not, too, not only this, for uh, more, but for this story to be told. The, right? the one of the side notes of this story that I that I must. Tale because uh, I think you all could relate to it. The uh, Willie Willie worked at a at a large plant in the area, and 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 it was so large that it had its own weekly newspaper. And Willie had showed us on on the way to the airport in between uh, flipping birds out the window that and uh, his his picture proudly on the front page and it said Willie wins trip to California. He's waving. Oh, no. Now I can't I can't help but imagine what his coworkers think when, you know, they came back and well Willie was never there again. <laughs> and they go, "Man, that must have been quite a trip he got." <laughs> Yeah, to this day, they probably ask, just how long was he going to L.A. with Rick and Bubba? <laughs> yeah, was that a permanent gig? What's up? So, it, uh, it, you know, it was, a, it was a horrifying trip, and um, we survived it. Uh, and I, who, who knows what happened to I want to know what they're do- both of them are doing right now. Yeah, See, you know, we, we have a no. saying, uh, no, let's not know. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, <laughs> let's no, please just, just let this <laughs> thing sink. No, just for my own amusement. I, I just yeah. wish I could look over and go, let's well, there's Willie. Let's, let's face it, on, uh, when you're watching the Friday the 13th series, you go, gosh, I hope he gets killed eventually. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you, you really don't want him to keep <laughs> but, turning. You know what an analogy. Folks, that is, uh, that is one of the little behind-the-scenes things that we go through here at the Rick and Bubba Show. Yes, and, uh, uh, there's uh, there's other strange events that has to be the daggum weirdest though by <laughs> far. Yeah, well, you know, and I've now called my wife in the break and said I don't know when I'll be home today. I'll probably be in various meetings, one right after another, uh, <laughs> yeah. because this story just could not stay down. No, it couldn't. There you go, Willie and Wanda. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, and it's true. We're back live now on this Cook's Pest Control Best of. It is true that for years at lunch, that's how we entertained ourselves with the story, uh, and finally it made air and is. One of the most requested bits we have each and every best of week. And we can't play it all weeks. Uh, I know we got through the Christmas break, didn't play it, but this was something that we wanted to give you guys during their spring break week. Rick and Bubba are on spring break. They're back on Monday the 16th. You know, we refer to Ryan Greenwood a lot and the fact he passed out on air. This is when this happened and how it played out. And when you hear the thud halfway through, that's Ryan going down. And here it is on the Best of Rick and Bubba show. Ryan Greenwood, uh, as y'all know, on the air is a very big laugher. He, uh, he is. This is recorded, Ryan. That's that's back when I could laugh. Yeah. Okay. So that that and Ryan has asthma. 
Yeah, and he has yeah. asthma, so, so he has, has to, a breather. Yeah. Get a breather. And, uh, sometimes when you're talking to Ryan on the phone, he gets tickled, and you lose Ryan, sure. and you hear that breather going. Yeah. <laughs> You've heard it on the air, some of you. Uh, we understand. That's back when I could laugh. So now you and live. You can't laugh yeah. without. Well, I've got this call. Everybody's got the cough that's going around. The <laughs> SARS, whatever. I feel like I do have it, maybe, but we got the kids checked and we're okay. Um, but you get this cough, and it, I've coughed, got the coughing so bad that it's taken my breath to where I thought I was going to pass out. It's kind of concerned me. So now I, I figured out I can't laugh. I can't go into a full blown laugh without without you know triggering this cough. <laughs> And so, and if I trigger this cough, I mean, seriously, I, I've got the coughing to where, like, you, you get real numb. Like, I, I thought I was going, I was driving, I thought I was going, I ran off the road. Well, I hope it was this show you were listening to. Well, it was, sure. And, uh, hey, was it about my shorts? Uh, it was, shorts got me too. Well, let me tell you, so in other words, you're going to sit here and not laugh about the fact that I Speedy's, smile. No, I could smile. Speedy's wife brought home two cats and they've already given birth in his garage. So, <laughs> You're going to say you're not laughing about that? No. no. And Speedy, Speedy's house of cats. <laughs> hey, Speedy hey. went from I hate cats to he's a cat dealer. Rick, you understand? <laughs> you, you're not going to laugh at that? Say, that is. <laughs> I think this is the first time. This is the first time ever. Documented case. We're, we're trying to get some, somebody a. <laughs> he really did pass out. How about he really did pass out? Lay down, lay down. How about he kill Rod? How about this? He's really got to ask with that man. Come here, you're okay. I thought he was just kidding around. He really, really, he's okay. He really did. Speedy has saved many people. Look, Speedy is doing his work again. Yeah, he's all right. He's good. He's good. Don't worry about it. He's good. Ryan, you're good. Good. Don't laugh at him. That camera's right over you there. Yeah. He's good. He's fine. Is this in the worst case scenario? Does anybody know? Hey, Ryan, he's good. I'm good. Okay. All right. Speedy here with cats. Okay. Don't laugh anymore. Don't bring the cats up. That's what put you on the floor. Okay. All right. How about this? He's got. Coach Speedy's got him. We're all right. Hey, look. He's got to have. Hey, he's got me water. He's got to have. He's got to have medical help. Ryan, you need to go see a doctor about this. How about about this? It's pretty serious. Tell him, Rick. 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 Well, he really does. Though you have to agree with that. Speedy, I don't know that mouth to mouth is needed here. He's good. Can I tell you though? Seriously, that's what I was trying to accomplish with the stun gun. It never happened. Okay. All right, so that was real. Now, the camera angle was not ple- it wasn't good because it looked like I was making out with Ryan, but I was the only one that cared. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour. It is the Cook's Pest Control Best of. you got to let me know. If you are like the Wilburn family and love you some college baseball, I've got a treat for you here uh, for the first time in, well, maybe ever. I'm not sure. Uh, I know it's been a a minute if it's not uh, ever, but Sanford and Jacksonville State University baseball, uh, they're going to have a three-game series. And what's special about it, instead of being home and home and all this kind of stuff, how you take turns, they're going to do on Friday – 
uh, March the 13th, a game at, uh, at Jacksonville State. Then Saturday, March the 14th, they're going to have a special game at the Hoover Met at 5 p.m. is the first pitch. Then on Sunday, Sanford gets the home game. Uh, for a 2 p.m. first pitch. So you got Friday, 6 p.m. at Jacksonville State on March the 13th. Then on March the 14th at 5 p.m., it's going to be at Hoover, at the Hoover Met. And then uh, on Sunday, March the 15th, it'll be at Samford. But the special game there is, of course, Saturday at 5 p.m. at the Hoover Met, a three-game series with Samford. And, uh, and most of the time, you know, they, they might play a midweek game and, uh, you know, like Sanford go to Jacksonville State, and then later in the year, Jack State goes to Sanford. But this year, they've got a three-game series. JSU gets a home game, then at the Met on Saturday, and then uh, Sanford gets a home game on Sunday. But uh, we'll be involved. Uh, I know myself, uh, Helmsy, uh, probably at that uh, 5 p.m. game, going to try to be there on Saturday. Uh, plus, you always see me at the Jack State games with my my oldest son being a fifth-year senior in his last year. So we look forward to that. It's a, it's a big deal uh, when it comes to college baseball, and uh, that's going to be a special moment there at the Met, 5 p.m. first pitch. All right, so let's continue with this best of another requested bit. Take a listen. I had the, the weirdest thing happen to me, and it was it was extremely embarrassing. What happened? Uh, well, according to my wife, it was not a, not as embarrassing as she thought it should have been. She thought I should have she that I should have cared more than I really did. I was at the house and Sherry and I have not been on a date and I don't know when, you know, with our schedules and all this and little league and blah blah blah. So uh, we we had deemed that that uh, we were this weekend we were going to go on a date. So and we knew we were all pretty tired on Friday. Going on Friday's bad because you're tired and you're sleepy. Right. You're really better to go on Saturday, but we said, well, we'll, we'll see. We'll go ahead and go and and we'll, we'll, we'll go on Friday. So uh, I was at home, and this Terry Bowden news just started breaking out like crazy. Right. Okay. Well, as you all know, when I when I come home, um, you know, I, I immediately strip. I mean, I, I don't I don't I don't wear clothes around the house. I, right. I, I hate to be and dressed in the much house. to uh, the dismay of your neighbors and yes. any uh, people who come to the door unexpectedly. Right. So yeah. I I mean, if you're you're gonna come try to sell me something, you're gonna see me naked or in my underwear. Best case scenario, because right. it's my house, and you know the you know I've got a mortgage. I might as well get something out of it. I don't like to be in my house with all my clothes on. It doesn't. Make, I don't feel like I'm home. It just doesn't make sense to you, does it? Right. So I had a, I had made the decision that I needed to cash a check, and I said, well, I'm not gonna do that. I'm going to wait and do that Saturday. And I said, I need some gas. I'm going to wait, and we'll just take Sherry's car because I don't feel like going out. You, so wanted, I, you wanted to go home. Yeah, well, so I go home. Well, I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden it dawns on me that uh, that my bank's not open on Saturday anymore. The one out there by me, they've changed. and not opening on Saturday anymore. So uh, I go, hey, I need to go get that check cashed. And I look, and I'm hurting on time, Okay. So I, I jump out of the house, I jump in my car, and I take off. And I'm, I mean, I'm just kicking, and I'm going down through there, and I get my check cashed. And, and I say, well, heck, I'm, I'm here. I might as well go and get gas. You know, and, I, and, it, and I said, I'll just do the, you know, the right. debit card thing. Mm-hmm. And I might as well do it that way. When Sherry gets home, we got a full tank of gas, and we got money to go out to eat. So, um, so I get out, and, uh, and I start pumping my gas. And about that time, I feel like cold air brush across my legs. And I go, hey, I'm in my underwear. <laughs> Rick Burgess, and, no. and, and all of a sudden it hits me. You are not. That, that I have bolted out of the house in my underwear. Rick Burgess. And I am standing no. pumping gas in my underwear. <laughs> I, w- I, I, I would, uh, I would like... 
I would like to apologize to everybody. At, uh, just off Valleydale, right out in front of that little food mart. I think it's an Exxon. Uh, Rick, you wasn't in. What kind of undies did you have on? Well, you know us. It's standard grippies. I, so, but they I didn't got, have holes. In I had a, I had a shirt on and just a pair of underwear and socks. <laughs> you didn't have your shoes on. I, well, I got all caught up listening to this Terry Bowden thing. And <laughs> Rick, look, are you a good? Dude? Look, I didn't know it. Look, so all of a sudden I go, I got to get back in the car. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I look around and I jump back in the car and I have to shut the door and sit there and let it quit pumping. But I know I got to get back out to take it out. You know? I mean, you got. Oh, hold on. You, you're in. How long's your shirt you got on? Not long enough. So I mean, you, you can see grip, grippies. There. Now, the, now these these were black, which I don't wear much. It's all I had. You left. had on black underwear. I had Rick. on black underwear. So somebody who went by thought you was wearing underoos. Well, you know, I thought to myself, well, maybe they think these are shorts, and I thought no, because you know, you, I mean, just that. It, not only across the front do you have it, you know, you got the the flap. So they they, they weren't boxer briefs. They were briefs. Oh yes, okay. And uh, but and I thought, my God, I've because I know I now I know what it was when I left. I was thinking, I'll just cash my check. I'll never get out of my car. And you still left in your underwear? Well, I just I, I bolted out. I looked and said, hey, if I don't get there, the bank's gonna close. So I just went out and jumped in the car, thinking I had shorts on. Because uh, it's, but where were look, you on how much gas that, you got? Rick, that is such a nightmare for everybody that you're going to be out in public with no clothes on. I mean, it gives me the heaves just thinking about but look, it. Not, but, but, but not to mention the visual of you standing there with that hose in your hand. And here's here's and here's the thing you here's the thing you'll hate. Look, it was five twenty, so it was packed. Every lane's full of people. Was anybody looking at you? Well, I kept thinking when I first got out. You know how you do? I go, hey, what you looking at there, buddy? You know what I mean? He did not. You, you know, you ever look at somebody and say, hey, you going to take a picture? You know, <laughs> it lasts longer. But you know me, I think, well, big fan of the show, probably. <laughs> you know what I mean? Little did I know, he's going, hey, Biggin's in his underwear. <laughs> and, uh, but, but the horrible moment the horrible moment was when I realized it, because now I'm sitting in the car going, i got to make one more run out there. Did you do the card at the park? Oh, yes. Thank goodness. If what? I could have had to go in, you what if you, you'd either had to, uh, to speed off and be a criminal for not paying, <laughs> which or, I, which or walk in the store in your underwear. I will be honest with you. I would have probably bolted from the scene, and then acted like you know, and just told the officer, "Hey, I was in my underwear. I was coming back. I yeah. need to go put on a pair of shorts. I just live right over the hill." Right. Well, yeah. now if you would have been pulled over in your underwear, the guy would have thought you were drunk, probably. Well, well see, the the area that we live in is, is it's got a touch of you know hotty toddy to it. Oh, so yeah, so I these mean. people were thinking, the boy, the rednecks have moved in. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean yeah. that. The, they they out here pumping gas. Exactly you know, what they were The next thing tomorrow will drive by. He'll have on boots with no socks and shorts, burning leaves. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Where is Don Juan right now? I want him to hear this. So I just want to apologize to the people. Did you have shoes on though? I had socks on. That's all I had on was socks. <laughs> what underwear. kind of socks? Just your basic white socks. It didn't. It didn't. Right. Like, it didn't come to you when you went to hit the gas pedal and you realized, hey, I'm in my. I'm in my. Socks. I don't think I cared because when I left, I was thinking I would never get out of the car. And then I said, Well, I'm gonna go ahead and get gas. Right. And I jumped out and I had cold air hit my legs and I went, Hey, I'm in my underwear. What? And I'd already started the pumping the gas. Right. What kind? What kind of T-shirt do you have on? I want to know. Uh, well, I I, I don't want to upset anybody. I believe it was my Kevin Derryberry T-shirt. <laughs> so, uh, so it, 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 it was it, white, and you had on black underwear and yes. white socks. Yes. Did it come down to your no, belly button? No, no. I've tried it, it, Kevin Derry. It's a little short. It, it hit. Yeah. It hit me about top of the crack. That's where it hit me. <laughs> Maybe just a little lower than that. But enough that you go, hey, buddy's got his underwear on. Do you think people thought it was shorts, like biking shorts or something? No, Rick. 
Rick, are you serious? People no. thought it was your underwear. They thought they were so drunk been... out there. <laughs> out of his mind. Do you think? Look, I'm telling y'all, getting up early, people, right. ruins your mind. And, and this but, is proof once again. That was my point. See, it was that late afternoon where I was all sleepy and, yeah, and disoriented. Right. Yeah. And uh, and plus, I was all caught up in this Terry Bowden thing. I, mean, I was just listening away, trying to get caught up okay. on everything. Basically, you were so caught up in Terry Bowden thing, you forgot to put your pants on. Bottom line. Well, I, I went, hey, I got to go right now. That was where I messed up. I didn't have time to think what I was doing. Mm. One of them kind of where you bolt out into the garage, you know, you're backing out, and you go, yeah, I got to go, go, go take care of this real quick. Then I'm going to Menez, and I'm going to let you. Rick, eat. when you went to the bank teller, did you go to the to the lane right next to the window? No, or I, was one, I was one over. I was one lane over. Thank goodness. They couldn't tell I was in my underwear. Really, my underwear was good and was secret until I got out and pumped gas in That's when it all went downhill. Rick Burgess. I can't believe that. That is too funny. I need to apologize to the people there, especially the uh, the young lady who was about, who was one pump over from me. I kept thinking that she was just, you know. Really into the show. I thought, well, a big fan of the show right there. She can't take her eyes off of it. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thank you so much for listening to the best of Rick and Bubba show. We got to get Adler in here. TV producer Eddie Van Adler, um, sought after DJ at events all over the country. Musician. Yep. Um, Greg, as Greg said, the ladies' pet, a man's regret. <laughs> uh, Eddie Van Adler. Uh, undoubtedly, he he spent some time um, at at some lake. And uh, you have something on your neck you're concerned about, and you said you got bit by something at some lake? Yeah, yeah. I went to uh, Lake Harding, or Hardin, Harding. <laughs> I've never heard of it. Where, where is it located? It's like pretty much in Georgia. I didn't know that when I agreed to go to this birthday Georgia? Party. <laughs> it's pretty much in Georgia, and I didn't know it. A little further than you thought. Well, yeah. who, who invited you to go? Well, I was in a band in college oh, called, here we go. called Mark Sweat and the Family Band, and we were awesome. <laughs> I take it you were part of the family, man. Who was Mark was Sweat? Mark Sweat was man. Mark Sweat is a great friend of yep. mine. He's uh, <laughs> he just celebrated his sixtieth birthday, and so I went out. What? What? Yeah. Oh yeah. You, I'm not messing with y'all right you now. Play, you played the band with some old dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Um, Mark, my, Mark Sweat and the what? Mark Sweat and the family band, baby. We we rocked, man. It was. And awesome. I have something off the set list. Uh, you know, Thrill is gone and. Uh, Copperhead Road, and uh, I mean, we brought it, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Smell the whiskey burning down the Copperhead Road. Thank you, Greg. So what bit you? You were bit by what? Well, also, I got a bad splinter, so this, this whole lake trip was just a disaster. You got a splinter. I got a splinter like a kid. I had to go dig it out. Like, does anybody have a needle? It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and we set up. We set did, up. Uh, did, did, I didn't did, set it did up. Did big old Mark Sweat get it down for you? Mark what about Swe- old man Sweat? What are you doing? <laughs> Come here, little fella. 
It's not what he sounds like. He's, okay. He talks like a normal person. It, Hadler went to a 60-year-old birthday party. It yeah. was awesome. I, I love Mark With a guy that he played the band with. I was in Mark Sweat and the family band. You think I'm going to miss it? Who are you? But we set up. Actually, I didn't set Y'all up anything. Some... Yeah, I didn't set up anything. But they Hard set up. drummers are a little whippersnapper. That's exactly right. You're a cricket, be... little fella. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So What's they, that on its neck? They set up. Uh, <laughs> they what set you doing with your hands? He talks normal. He, he speaks play, more, he's he, speaks, he speaks more eloquently than every single person in this room, in fact. And he doesn't even have a radio show. Well, animals. There's animals that do that. Yeah. That's not impressive. It's unbelievable. Barking. How is that better. even possible? Where's right. Kevin? <laughs> Kevin came. Oh, no. <laughs> You're yeah. not the guy that brings yeah. the dog to the yeah, lake. That's awesome, man. Kevin loved it. <laughs> he had to carry our a next, wet dog home. Our next song is from... Uh, it's a big band number. No, y'all, it was so weird. By the way, Kevin <laughs> Kevin hasn't spent a lot of time at those the lake. Those are those so African he, dogs. He doesn't really know what to do. Kevin hasn't spent a lot, whole lot of time at What's the lake. What's your name, you dog? and human man. <laughs> and not a lot of lakes uh, downtown. Okay. Down the old man impersonation of Mark needs to quit now. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And, I, and I, oh, they can smell it burning down Copperhead Road. And then, I, then I got a splinter, and then everybody's unloading and tearing down all the uh, speakers and gear and stuff, and I can't do it because I'm bummed up. So I'm digging on the splinter oh, out of my foot. I had to use hemostats to get it pulled out. Luckily, somebody had some hemostats. <laughs> well, you watch in that group. There's a hemostat when you need it. <laughs> I got one. It's not what it sounds like. That's not. Back what it's when I was young, you just worked it out. Y'all, he's y'all's age. He is y'all's age. This equipment's heavy. Adler, he's, why, why he is you? y'all's age. He's sixty. Next, I'd like to do some Hank Senior. I, I went to high school with him. Okay. <laughs> was he playing the gut bass? <laughs> no, but that would be cool if he was. You know, I went to school with Rick and Greg's dad. <laughs> no, he didn't. Happy- My coach was Shorty White. No. This conversation's going to go no further. Unless we place a sample Rick, of Rick, here's the old man with him. Hold on, Mark Sweat and the Family Band. Oh, don't say the old man. He's y'all's age, you old man. So this is the old man Sweat Band. So this is Mark. Is this, this is Mark. I get nothing on that. <laughs> this is Mark <laughs> Sweat. <laughs> this is Mark Sweat and the it even Family Band. It even rhymed. Go six. Go six. I knew his weight sound. It like. even rhymed. Old man Sweat Band. That's a pretty good name for a man. It's not bad. Shirtless. Thank you for coming out today. Is that you shirtless? Is that yeah. you, Adler? Yeah, shirtless. <laughs> hey, got shirt off. Right on me. Which one is the old dude? Mark Sweat's the lead singer. And don't make fun of him. He doesn't I'm look, not. I'm not making fun of him at all. He looks in better health than all y'all combined. Uh, yeah. Now, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't what, go that That guy? <laughs> Boy, he got a set of pipes on him, too. Greg, I'm going to smack your face, Greg. I'm going to smack your face. Everybody just let this release the dog. I got to hear him sing more. Yeah. You mean y'all are still on the road? Is that, is that, that's, that's the... That's, uh, that's, that's the band. band. Yeah. Dig a load. Yeah. We Dig were, a load, dog. We were all awesome. yeah. So you decided to get shirtless. <laughs> I was in the water at the lake. I was in the. I was at the lake. Mark Dig Sweet. Load, Mark Sweet's not shirtless. It's Mark Sweat. <laughs> it's not Mark Sweet. Yeah, looks, oh. Don't be mispronouncing my friends' names. So y'all quit making fun of him doing your old man voice. That's why I was saying the old man voice is so inappropriate. No, his voice. Take not what he. Take your shirt off and play the drum. All right. And you put your loan right on. Did you have to put Kevin up during the set? I, I tied him to a tree. Got, uh, 
<laughs> with an old man. It's <laughs> not true. Somebody used the roach clip to get a splinter out of your foot, and then what true, happened? That's not true, I was like... <laughs> Great try. <laughs> I got a splinter in my foot and it was removed. Hey, I happen to have a clip. <laughs> I ain't gonna load no, hey, hey. I got that covered. I used Mark Sweat's hemostats because he used to be a paramedic to get the splinter sure, out of was my that before his singing career took off? This is a fun Back something we did for fun. Years. It's something that we did for fun because we enjoy our lives and we have we today, <laughs> Greg, you're meaner than you've been in a long time. We're today. actually happy people and we have hobbies and stuff. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like we're from the outside world or something, man. It's nuts. I know. I look like a party. <laughs> now you're making fun of the party. Now you're making fun of the party. No, nah, it did. Especially the shirtless drummer. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so you continue good. not to get any sleep. Right? So, <laughs> now I thought you... I just had a mosquito bite. So I leave the lake. Oh, Lisa never gets well. Ever. <laughs> All right, go ahead. So I thought, I, I leave the lake. The, the, the party went great. Um, Let me see that. And I thought I just had a mosquito bite. And then the next morning I wake up and I have several other marks around it. I have several other marks around it. It's, it's like inflamed. That's and then I say, you know what? That's a spider bite. <laughs> Did you feel it when it happened? I didn't feel it when it thing. happened. Oh, is it itching? It's still itching. Hey, that's a brown recluse. <laughs> Ooh. It went from my foot to my neck is what you're saying. You're going. Right that's, yeah, that's not it's true. All up Everybody knows now. that. It's not true. That's not true. You've either got a spider bite or a flesh-eating bacteria. <laughs> Just look, yeah, who's going to look at this seriously? I will. I will. Who's going to look at this seriously? Everybody get serious. You got a head on it. We're serious. It had fang marks. I could see fang marks. That's spider then if it's got fang marks. You need to have that looked at. Two two of them. Bubba, I dare you to touch it. There's two of them side by side. I dare you to touch it. That's it. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Now that she's back in the atmosphere with drops of Jupiter in her head. 25 minutes till top of the hour. It's Speedy on this Cook's Pest Control Best of. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rick and Bubba Show. Here's a classic for you. If, you. if you were a bird, just, you, you know, my grandmother, my meemaw would take you down to the river. First of all, she'd throw you off the pier, teach you how to swim. Sure. And then you got out there and you learned to ski. I mean, there was no, no way around it. So we all grew up learning to ski. Well, it dawned on me that my children have never been exposed because, unfortunately, my grandparents, you know, we lost my granddad and my grandmother had got where they, had, you know, their age-wise could not keep up the place down on the river. And the rest of sure. us didn't live here at that time. So we don't have it anymore. And, um, and I thought, my kids have never water skied. They've never even been taught to water ski. So on vacation, Sherry's family lives at Lake Gunnersville. I said, one of the things we will do is take the kids up there, and I'm going to work with them and teach them how to ski. They own a boat? Uh, yeah. yeah. Her brother's got a boat. So. I know they had money. <laughs> well, you know, I married into, into money. There you go. But, but the, um, the only thing is our system was we had a place on the Black Warrior River. We had a pier, and everybody swam, and it was shallow enough you could touch the bottom. And you swam and all this, and the boat would come around, and it was your turn to ski. You'd swim out there to put your skis on. Somebody be in the water with you, somebody in the boat. Yeah. Boom, you'd learn how to ski. Burp. Well, this system, they didn't have that. It was everybody in the boat. We'd go out to, you know— 100 feet of water, and everybody who skis jumps in and out of the boat. Mm. 
Right. And everybody's in the boat. So I am starting to think, now how am I going to teach the kids to, swim, to, to ski? And they've never done it before. And I'm going to tell you, they were sh- my kids were shocked at how hard it is. Because, oh, yeah. you know, they, their whole life, somebody said, get on the jet ski. You know, and you get out there and you wide up. Man, get on the jet ski. Let me drop. You know, and all that. So, you know, you, you, first of all. How did it go, really? So you get in the water, you know, and you got to get your, your skis pointed up. You got to get the, the, you know, the, the rope in between them. It used to be you a ski belt. Yeah, you yeah, remember? You, you got, got, you that, got that thing up and you got to, tr- and you're treading water. So I, I think to myself, you know, keep in mind, the last time I skied was 12 to 14 years ago. But as you know, with my like my like my roller skating, you figured you could still. I figure I like riding a bike. I feel like I still got it. So I'm looking around the boat, and Sherry's there, and look, and Sherry has never seen me ski. So I can't wait to show Sherry how well I can ski. Oh yeah, but I'm having to be impatient because you know the kids are trying to learn, and they they can't they can't do it. And I realize at one point, if I'm going to teach them to ski, it's going to be an all day event. This is not the time. This is not the place. So I, I'll get them out of the water. Right. So I, I'd gotten out there, and I said, so I just grab a life jacket. Now, the last time I skied, I probably weighed 225 pounds, right. 220, right. maybe even 215. So um, I now weigh 280. So I said, "Let me get, get me one." Of Did these. the poor boat have a chance? What? Did you take it under? <laughs> I said, "Let me, let me have, uh, let me, let, let me have the, uh, let me have that life jacket." So I just grabbed one. Now, as I'm putting it on, I realize. It's a, more of a fishing jacket instead of a ski jacket. It's not an official ski jacket, but I think it's good enough. And it's good because I'm fine swimmer. And I, and I put it on and like that, and the skis are out there floating like that. And I just and I go in the water and I dive in and whoo, and I come up and I said, all right, here we go. And I I said, this is going to be a great moment because my kids are going to see their dad ski. I'm going to be jumping waves. I'm going to be slapping the skis on the water. You know what I mean? And, and, and I mean, it's going to get Sherry wound up that we may even have to get a room. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, because we got the grandparents here. They can keep the kids, you know. And so um, so I, I get out there in the water. So I'm out there in the water, and I go to put my ski on in the water while treading. And all of a sudden, just a little moment of water gets up. <clears throat> and I kind of <laughs> spit the water out. And I go. That is one of the worst feelings. <laughs> yeah. And I said, this life jacket is, is not holding me like it it really needs to you know what i mean so so all of a sudden i go go get the <coughs> and, and, and i'm sinking and i go look then there's that first just slight panic tread that first where you hit your hands one time to kind of hold you up look, and so so you know and you're not you you don't want to panic you know what i mean you go and the kids are all watching <laughs> I love y'all. <laughs> you know, and about that time, look, it goes, and it jumps up on the side of my face, the, the life jacket, and it starts attempting to dunk me. You know what yeah, I mean? Where yeah. it gets up on you, it doesn't want and it's to, yeah. putting you down. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> love you, Daddy. Like that. And Sherry goes, here we And so I go, I give him the signal. Yeah. Go. Good idea. Yeah. I got to get out of this water. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All they can see is like your wrist. But... Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I, the signal, seriously, Sherry said it appeared that there was a signal given from a headless skier. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's up over my head. You know, like that. Take it. 
And and so the, 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 boat, the boat gives out this horrific. Now, keep in mind, Sherry's brother, my brother-in-law, is so excited because he's got this boat. He's worked on it. He's fixed it. He's got it running like a top. What okay? kind of yeah. what, what, How big I don't know all that. It's an inboard yeah. motor. It yeah. was very impressive. It ran very smooth. So, well, it did. So, so, <laughs> I, so I get back there, and it goes... <laughs> Like that. And, look, and, and I mean, even the kids' faces, they said, went, everybody knew the boat wasn't going to make it. Well, when it goes when down. boat pulled, Todd, it When the back end takes water. Well, you know, as a big guy, a lot of times we got to stay in the water longer to come out of the hole is what we called it. We used to call it coming out of the hole. Right. So, and I'm now being drugged like, like, like I am chum in the water. You know what I mean? <laughs> Get up to speed. <laughs> and the boat can't do it. People say they don't know what it was. Something shot out from the boat into the water. Some kind of mess. Just. I think it was the ground-up interior of the engine. Listen, an alarm goes off inside the boat. And I'm still in the water, so there comes a moment where I go, I need to just let go or I'm going to drown. You know, when you that little moment you go, going to drown. You know, like that. So I get, and I get almost up, and my skis are still in the water. Now, my athletic ability is at least getting me. People say I was technically up at one point. It, it didn't last very long. You were out of the hole, <laughs> but you wasn't up. Not completely out. So I, I, and I let go in the boat, you know. And it's coming back around. Now the wake of the boat. <laughs> and, and, the, and it's, you know, and, and my skis have come up. A mild taste of gasoline. Yeah, yeah. and I've got just a little, look, there's gasoline and a hit of oil because yep. something's happened. It has shot gook out <laughs> in the water uh. from trying to pull me up. Looking, and look, and then, and then I say, look, you know how you have to make the call? I'm out there, and they said, let's try it again. Like that, and I, I reach to get my ski, and I and I'm gone. I'm gone. I realize I can't breathe. And look, and I said, and all of a sudden I, I grab my skis seriously, throw them to the water. I said, that's it. And I start giving them the roundup. That's it. And, and I'm trying not to scare the kids because their father is drowning. Yeah. You know, I mean, it hit me. I am drowning. You know, like I, you know how because you always hear, you always hear the story. It hit me. Banged his head on the mic. Said he's out. But listen, you always hear about these great swimmers that get fatigued. They get tired, right, Andy, and oh, drown yeah. Oh, yeah, from fatigue. You, sure. You know, and I can't breathe because I've been, you know, I've just been drugged by jack, a boat. That jack is not holding you up. No, the jack, and it's up over my head and like that. So then I panic. I have to admit, a panic hit me. Must get in the boat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and you know, you ever been 280 trying to get in a boat out of out of 100 feet of water? It's not that easy. So I panic and I just start climbing in. I mean, the kids are crying. <laughs> You're like, grab me! But at one point, I hurt. Are you she, saying grab me? Grab your daddy. You know what I mean? You know, and Sherry's, and Sherry's, and Sherry's got the baby and she can't help me. You know, Blake's pulling. We can't get you in, daddy. You know, I can't. You know, Brandy, Brandy. Oh! Somebody grab your daddy. You know, like so I've got my, but look, at one point, my leg is up on the motor. And I'm hanging up. Pull your daddy in. My, my, my Callaway Garden, Cypress Garden moment. 
You know, I wanted to be up. Oh, I was going to drop one, slalom, and I've been reduced to headless. You know, uh, I've got the life jacket on my head, coughing up gas, clutching the side of the boat. Oh, man. I've got a vision of you having one foot in and the other thing. <laughs> no, and then I get You're in. You're hollering, Bodine, grab a leg. <laughs> yeah, Bodines, help me. You know, and then somebody pull your meal ticket in. You know, so, I mean, so then I get in there, and I finally get in. My hair's all messed up. And I can't breathe because of my <laughs> like that. And, and all of a sudden, you know, you love the kids. Daddy, you almost got up. <sighs> and I'm sitting there, and then that male pride hits you. I'll see, I got the same thing. And Sherry yeah. says to me, Andy, she goes, did you, did you panic? Well, heck yeah. Look, and I went. <laughs> look, and I reached on her, you get that bottle of water. No, that's fine. I just, uh, <laughs> yeah. I just didn't want to mess the boat up. I was trying to get in and let other people ski. So... Uh, <laughs> But I wouldn't admit I panicked. She said, you panicked? Your face is pale. I said, no, I didn't, I, I didn't panic. I was fine. I mean, I could swim. You, you should have just gone with the board. You know? <laughs> yeah. Just, give, give me another help, Daddy. Please. Somebody help you, Daddy. Daddy. Daddy needs the inner tube next time. Yeah, yeah that's what I said. Somebody get the inner tube back. Yeah. You know? Pull me around a little bit. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes till top of the hour. Rick and Bubba show here. It is Cook's Pest Control Best of. This portion of the show brought to you by friends at capterra.com slash Bubba. You know, we've been talking to you about this. Every one of us who work in some type of business at some point needs to find software, but we're all busy and have other things to do. And that's where capterra.com slash Bubba can come in. Spend less time trying to find software and more time doing what you do best. So just visit capterra.com slash Bubba for free today to find the software tools you'll need for your business to be its best. That's capterra.com slash Bubba. Capterra is spelled C-A-P-T-E-R-R-A. So that's capterra.com slash Bubba. Or you can find a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. All right, uh, we are rolling. Don't forget, too, I mentioned uh, earlier this coming weekend, the Birmingham market's got special a uh, little thing going on at the Hoover Met, uh, the uh, college baseball series with Jacksonville State and Sanford for the first time. Uh, they'll each host a home game, but then that Saturday game, that uh, the second of three this coming weekend, will be hosted at the Hoover Met at 5 p.m. as first pitch uh, and be looking for some of the staff members to be there. It's going to be a lot of fun. So if you're looking for something fun to do this coming Saturday at 5 p.m., first pitch at the Hoover Met, Jacksonville State, uh, visits uh, Birmingham and, and comes over to play Samford. Uh, that's at 5 p.m. on uh, Saturday at the Hoover Met. All right, uh, so we're rolling along here. we got more best ofs to, to look at. This one here uh, has been requested and has to do with the Barney mask. You hear us talk about that a lot. Uh, take a listen to this. Kind of a bizarre thing happened a couple of weeks ago, and I – you know, I debated whether I should share this mm-hmm. with the listening audience, but after we told Amy Grant the story and she thought it was hilarious, yeah. I thought, if Amy Grant thinks it's funny, I can share it with the audience. Sure. She was my test balloon on this, <laughs> and she laughed pretty hard, so I think, hey, I'm clear. Right, you know? I'm in. 
Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we uh, we had a pretty busy weekend, and uh, we were uh, out, and I, I don't even remember exactly where we were at, Rick. Uh, we were making an appearance on Saturday night, and when I got home, um, uh, Betty uh, came to bed, and we were we were having a little pillow talk time, and you know, we like to promote marriage on here and all the benefits of being married, and uh, what a great gift from above that is, And um, but we were sitting there uh, having a discussion. She said... You know, I was flipping around TV tonight, and, and I, I came across the most bizarre movie I had ever seen. And I said, uh, do you know what the name of it was? She said, it was that Tom Cruise movie, Eyes Wide Shut. And she says, that is strange. <laughs> and I said, well, what did you see? What, what, I, I know the basic concept of the movie. It's some underground, you know, sex thing in the big city whatever but i didn't know the details of it and she said well she said i was flipping by and there was this room full of people wearing masks but they didn't have any clothes on and she said i just felt very strange seeing it and i quickly turned the channel and uh in this so this whole discussion broke out about what this could have been and how this could have been in the movie and what the movie was about and you know, Betty was very quick to point out that she did not stay with the channel. You know, she quickly got off. Well, you have to cover and let yeah. everybody know. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, you know, you're not, you're not sitting at home. Yeah, you know, well, I, you I know. was a fly. I lit on the piece of bread, but I didn't stay. <laughs> right, yeah. right. So we got to talking about this, and, and Betty said, you, you don't think that this kind of thing really goes on, do you? I said, honey, I tell you, in America, the year 2000, I wouldn't bet against anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and uh, if you've been out and met any people lately, probably so. But anyway. Right. Um, you know, so we, we kind of put that issue to bed, you know, went on. So the next day, uh, we get up, and uh, we have, uh, you know, family go to church and all this, and we come back, and uh, we've got something to eat. And I, I can't remember. We, I think we had something that night we had to do, but I was going to go back and watch, uh, watch a little football on direct TV, and I like to, you know, catch the Titans game, you know, check out the Vikes, see what they're doing, you know, catch up on everything. And many times on Sunday afternoon, while I am watching football, I will doze off for a minute, Okay. It's just a time to catch up on sleep you've missed and, uh, you know, kind of get refresh, you know, charge your batteries, get ready for, a, you know, a big Monday. So I'm in a pretty deep sleep. I mean, it's probably one of those where you're slobbering on the pillow. Sure. <laughs> yeah, a good one. Well, I feel this tapping on my shoulder to wake me up. And, I, you know, I'm like, oh, what? you know, I didn't hear the phone ring. I didn't hear the doorbell. No babies are crying. They're asleep. You know what? And I look over and turn over, and Betty, my beautiful wife, is standing there without a stitch of clothes on. <laughs> and she's wearing a Barney mask. <laughs> now, for a minute, Rick. <laughs> Let me give a little fly by here. Um, for a minute, I thought I was in some kind of sick Barney dream. Right. I mean, I, I've, I've seen, you know, Barney goes to school, but th this is a little much. Yeah, right. And there she stands, not saying a word. Yeah. And I really don't know what to do. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm supposed to participate, raise my hand, uh, ask a question, or simply go back to sleep and hope this nightmare comes to an end. I love you. Uh, 
Why do I have this sick, sick man to man feeling, though, that you found a way to work around? <laughs> Rick, you know, being, uh, being a good husband, uh, you never let opportunity pass. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Sure, it kind of freaked you out for a minute, but you got through it. Hey, baby, did I wake you up? <laughs> now, I want to be clear. The Barney mask came off. Okay. okay. <laughs> There's no way that the Barney mask stayed in the game. When this... that, that had to leave. But I want to compliment my wife on a good one. That is a good and, one. And uh, it, it, was, it was what we call the shock of the year so far. But to stand there perfectly still, just as beautiful as she can be, with that Barney mask on and that big old smile on the front and that purple nose looking at you. I felt just a little dirty. Some questions have arose, I'm afraid, uh, with uh, with your story. Um, you know, because now we've had time to sit here for five minutes and right. think and, on and it. And your little minds have been working. We, yeah. we, we've attempted to delete the file from our hard drive because we, we know Betty and we, we love Betty and... Play days is not going to be the same, you know. Yeah. Um, and um, th- this isn't the mask that Hunter's going to wear on Halloween, is it? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, <laughs> Do we, we have a standby mask? We haven't been trick or treating yet. I'm not sure. <laughs> we might end up being a teletub at the last minute. Jinky <laughs> winky. <laughs> Just you know. You know the guys. We got to sit here now. We got to filter through it. Unfortunately, look. Let me just call number one. Oh yeah, you bussies are a crazy bunch. I'm gonna tell you. Look, it's no, uh, you know, it's uh, it's no uh, envelope patient and the naughty naughty nurse. But I mean, it, it was, right. uh, it'll be hard to beat that one. You know, I know. Oh, you see, get off of me. I know Boomer was uh, was Barney. At exactly Hunter's age, so the the costume doesn't last. You wouldn't mind giving it to me for hand me down to Brooks, would you? <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour, a brand new hour has started. You got me running, going out of my mind. It's the Rick and Bubba Show. Cook's Pest Control, best of, and I am Speedy, your host. Thank you so much for being with us. How about some team coverage on the best of? He is our man on the streets, always covering the most important uh, stories of the day. And he is standing by in San Antonio, ladies and gentlemen, reporting on an overturned truck that was hauling a load of penguins. Oh, my goodness. Roger? Rick and Baba Roger Lewis reporting to you live on the scene. I can barely hear you this morning. It can only be described as aquatic pandemonium. <laughs> Good morning, Roger. Good morning. Good morning, and thank you so much to be back on your program here. Now, this I know this isn't going to sound exactly right, but here we go. The incident in question took place late last night when the rest of the world was sleeping under the cover of darkness, 56-year-old truck driver Kellogg Dearborn 
jackknifed his load all over the interstate just outside San Antonio, Texas. Wow. Oh, the stars. Wow. The old jackknife. Mm-hmm. It is horrible, and this is where the story takes a bizarre underwater turn. <laughs> As you mentioned, the manifest included uh, in the 18-wheeler a load of marine animals, including 143 transplanted adult psycho skiless artists Antarctica. <laughs> I think I screwed that up for you, but I have to tell you, there's a lot of blood on my notes. Oh, oh wow. Even more terrifying than snakes on a plane, we've got penguins running loose on the highway. Oh, oh my gosh. No. And Cars and into That's right. We've got team coverage for you covering all the angles of the story, <laughs> Rick and Bubba. My colleague Richard Longshakes is standing by live <laughs> on the other side of the road. Richard, thanks, Roger. Good morning. <laughs> Imagine the scene here is frantic as first responders are furiously trying to get the animals back in their tanks and cages before they become the lunch special at Happy Wang Sushi Palace in Austin. Traffic has not been shut down in either direction, and I'm reminded of my afternoon spent playing the arcade game Frogger. Now I'm older, have a degree in broadcast journalism, and they no longer let me hang out at the 7-Eleven for three hours in the afternoon. Back to you, Roger. Good morning. Yes, thank you so much. Oh, that was horrifying. As the hours passed this morning, I did want to mention this to you. You may not believe this, but anti-war activist and new resident of Crawford, Texas, Cindy Sheehan, has arrived on scene. No, are you serious? It's unbelievable, but she has called for an immediate withdrawal of all animals from the HOV lane. (laughs) (laughs) Now, when informed there was no HOV lane, she began ranting, and then her head exploded. Mm-hmm. I know you find that hard to believe, but it's true. Yes. My colleague Ralph LeBaron is standing by live at the aquarium. He's got this for us this morning. Can you hear us all right, Ralph? Yes, I can. Thanks, Roger, and uh-huh. good morning. <laughs> I'm here live at the Twin Forks County Aquarium. Mm-hmm. School children are sobbing uncontrollably. Earlier, I tried to get a word with one of the penguins, uh-huh. but after biting my hand, she jumped back in the water and swam over to a giant rock. <laughs> she got a tremendous amount of water in the microphone, so I'm not even sure if you can hear me well, Roger. Back to you. Thank you so much. I think we can hear you just fine. Keep fighting the good fight, Ralph. Now, finally, our team coverage continues. Thank you so much. We're going to try to get started. Good morning. Yes, good morning. For heaven's sakes, pandemonium is broken up in the studio. I just, I just pictured them trying to waddle out of harm's way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still laughing at Frogger. My colleague Ronald Littlefoot is standing by oh, on the median strip. Not another one. Yes, he's right here on the median strip of the highway, about seven feet from where I'm standing. Ronald, thanks, Roger. I can hear you from there. Very good. Good morning. Good morning. I got an exclusive interview with the driver of the truck just a moment ago. Apparently, a breathalyzer was taken immediately to determine whether or not he was under the influence at the time of the crash. Fortunately, he came up clear and sober, but he did blow a 1.6 on the seawater scale. <laughs> I don't even have any idea what that means. The motorist that I spoke to earlier claimed to have seen a walrus the size of, and I quote, Oprah. <laughs> Apparently, 
driving towards his windshield at lightning speed. He thought he was amidst some sort of, and I quote, marine apocalypse. So he pulled his car to the side of the road, unfortunately running over some penguins in the process. Oh, no. Yes. They're so cuddly. Horrifying. A scene so horrific, he said, second only to, and I quote, seeing Cindy Sheehan's head explode. <laughs> I'm Ronald Littlefoot reporting live from about three yards from you, Roger. Thank you so much, Ronald. You'll never believe this. I apologize profusely. We're going to have to cut this short this morning. Yes. Well, I'm just getting word from my producer and my earpiece. Hang on just a minute here. Yes, apparently about a mile up the road, a truck full of marine biologists has just crashed. That's right, I'm you reading it. That's right, for the first time. Sounds like a truck full of irony to me. <laughs> I'm Roger Lewis reporting to you live this morning with team coverage, my boy. I love, I love team, team coverage. coverage. Team coverage. Team coverage. Team coverage. Team coverage. Good morning. Uh, good morning. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. I, I, have, I can almost yeah. smell the penguins cooking from oh. here. Can you? Oh. My favorite is when Roger cracked himself up with the marine biologist. He couldn't quite get that. How hot do you think their little feet are on that asphalt? Have you seen the previews? The ones that can walk, how hot is it? Have you seen the previews? This is the hottest ice I've ever had. Have you ever heard the previews? Have you seen the previews of the upcoming uh, Penguin movie, Happy Feet? No. Oh, no. Oh, it looks like it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a winner. Oh, I'm down. Oh. Three yards. <laughs> I tried to interview him, and he bit me and swam over to a giant. <laughs> <laughs> three yards. <laughs> My favorite is when he says he's three yards from him. That's good stuff. We're back live now. It's the Cook's Pest Control Best of. Rick and Bubba on their spring break vacation. They're back on Monday, but we'll be playing best ofs in their absence. All requested stuff, too, and they are some good ones. Don't go anywhere. We've got more to come. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nineteen minutes past the hour. It is the Rick and Bubba Show, a Cook's Pest Control best of. Cook's Pest Control. Uh, you know, when it comes to Cook's Pest Control and Centricon, it's the unbeatable combination for termite protection. Folks, Cook's Pest Control is simply the best. Uh, so don't mess around when it comes to ants, spiders, fleas, ticks, rodents, termites, nesting wasps, roaches, and other bugs or critters. Just call them, uh, and they'll they'll get the job done for you. Contact CooksPest.com. That's the website, CooksPest.com, today for free. Uh, and get that thorough inspection and evaluation of your home or business for free. There's no obligation. They even offer services for contractors uh, and new home construction. So, uh, look, like we say, looky, 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 here comes Cookie. And let Cooks Pest Control be there for you like it is for the, the staff here at the Rick and Bubba Show. Uh, for more of information, again, it's CooksPest.com or RickandBubba.com under the sponsors button let's continue with this best of i'd also like to announce if i could just a small victory uh, in in my family 
uh, and that is that I was successful in guilting my next door neighbor to let us in their pool. Yeah, I heard about uh, that. You I, actually I, got to go and splash around. Yeah, well, and and I think this is the neighbor whose dog you lift over the fence yes, every day to play with your dog. Yes, and vice versa. Uh, where they we have the dogs. They go over and, and ask, can somebody come out and play? Like, did y'all put a little doggy door in between your fences and just let them go back and forth? We might as well. Uh, I'll tell you though. Yesterday, Sherry said that she thinks that I possibly may have crossed the line with this. You know, I know that I have access to your pool, but again, that takes a first of all, wait till the little league season is over, wait till twenty four is over, wait till Star Wars is over, and uh, and also wait till American Isle is. Let over. me tell you, the yeah. water is warm. Just come on, brother. But but <clears> that that's a load up. Get in the car. Got a plan. Right. Right. This pool is is like a fence. Is all that keeps me from it. I mean, I mean, I sit where we spend most of our family time and can see it. Oh boy! Okay, and, mm. and, and, and let me tell you, they got it like they like it. Too. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, But I think it's a trade out. <sighs> you take their dog, you get their pool. But they take my dog too. Yeah. Now that's the bad part. Now my dog's going over there all the time. God, and they, Rick, that was your out. I know. And in the early days, they captured my dog a number of times when I realized she could get under the fence before I realized it. So, I mean, like, saved her out of traffic. Are y'all like home improvement? Is that the show where the guy looks over the fence yes. and y'all are talking? Well, here's what happened. and this No, is, it's only waist high. I couldn't get the... <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah, yeah it's, it's only waist high. Oh, I thought you had a fence. I couldn't, and plus it's a fence. It's not, Chain it's, link. It's not bored, so we can see each other. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. But if she would stand behind one of their you know landscaping bushes, sure. I guess it would work. But I hadn't seen it. But here's the thing. Um, I, um, I couldn't get them to just invite us over. So here's what I did, and this was this I played on the pity thing, which was awesome. I went out and let the boys play under the hose, uh, and already with their swimming gear on. Right. Okay. Me was brilliant. Me was it? Yeah. And so they're so out, they would feel guilty. Yes, they're yeah. out there lounging by their pools, and my kids are under a hose. You know, over <laughs> there squirting each other, and I, and I would say, things, Hey, y'all, come on over. Uh, no, we'll we'll get no, Daddy. We'll tr- maybe next year we can get a pool. Y'all just play under the hose. And if y'all really good, I'll get us a slip and slide. And uh, and finally, finally, she just came over the fence and says, "Hey, would the boys like to come over and swim?" I said, "Well, I, you know, I, I don't, you know." And, and what was bad is I told them to like go up by the fence and pout a little bit and look over that little yeah, look sad those little baby faces and go. I, how's the water? Yeah. How's the water? That's my that's thing. right. I told, told you know Taz to go over and try to say caterpillar to him because that's one of the cute things yeah. he does. He says caterpillar. You know, oh, do something cute. Rick. Just go over and show them. Say, look, I found a caterpillar. You don't have your little swimsuit on and all that. So, Act like it, like a, you know, your feet are hurting from walking. You know? Yeah, yeah. So they they invite us over, and 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 I get a lounge chair. And Sherry said she said it was so funny because you can see their pool right out of our kitchen area. She says I walk in the kitchen and I look, <laughs> and you are propped up in one of their chairs. <laughs> She goes, and the boys are in the water, and you have got something to drink. She said, <laughs> You're like gosh. at a resort. <laughs> yeah, my Brilliant. Gosh, my gosh, Rick. You know what? I'm like, what? I mean, they invited us over. So yesterday, <laughs> we'd been working in the house trying to get ready for the baby, and I took the boys outside, and, and we got to playing you know, with various hose apparatuses that squirt water everywhere, and we had squirt guns. And I'd like to thank you, Bubba, for the gift you gave Tash for his birthday. He shoots me with that gun all the time. So finally, I went to water, and... So I'm out there, and you know, and, and his his little ear, you know, is not doing good. So we couldn't do much. And but Big Love's really in the water, and he's playing with the squirt guns. And I look, and I realize they're not home. And um, and as they were leaving, they said something, and there was noise, and and Sherry was doing that, you know, the central vac. So I could, you know, how it blows outside right. the house, you can't hear good. Yeah, right. yeah. And she said something, and they got in their car, and they left, and. I thought she said you swim in the pool if you want to, and 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 Sherry looks out there, and I'm over there again, and they're not even home. 
And Sherry said, okay, that's a foul. You cannot swim in their pool when they're not there. And I said, well, I think she said something about it. Come on over when they were leaving. When they, Did she? I don't know. I, it, they, that central vat was so loud. I, I know she was waving and saying something. I've got this picture. I don't know what else she would have said with us in the backyard other than come over and swim in the pool yeah. if y'all want to. I've got this picture of them coming home. Yeah. You're in their kitchen with dripping shorts on because you you know you're getting the kids something to drink and that's it just swim trunks and you turn around and go oh hey how y'all doing yeah well you know were, and you you you're like you've made yourself at home and, well, and the kids are yeah it, it was a foul when I when I had my hand on the door going into their area where they keep stuff in the refrigerator when I realized hey, I'm about to set the alarm off <laughs> you know that's when you go maybe I shouldn't be over here if you go in to get a drink sets off the alarm and, and authorities show up you may probably shouldn't be yeah over. no but boy how's the water. Outstanding. Yes. It How just long takes do you the have heat one? away from me, doesn't it? <laughs> How long do you have one? <laughs> How long? Well, I'm trying to think. What will be worse, being financially unstable because I didn't wait the time I said I would, or coveting their poop? <laughs> Both of them are a sin. Sure. They're, 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 you know what? They're, you they're, hate to just sit there and covet. <laughs> yeah. Especially with it getting 90 every yeah. day. They're yeah. both sins, so I don't know which ones. Is there, yeah. a, is, is there a lesser sin? Uh, well, uh, you could be stressed out about being financially unstable, but it's very relaxing in the pool. To help work it yeah. off. I could say we're back in debt again while floating on a float, couldn't I? Yeah. Yeah. We're worried about it next month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. The old next month. <laughs> What's I got to do with the baby coming? You know what I mean? But imagine the stress. Yo, I hey, Sherry, stop. I know you got the baby. I'm going to take the boys out to the pool and give you some time in here. But now I've gone too far. Oh. I'm not looking around at like things that I like about my home, and it's not my home. Yeah. I'm looking at, <laughs> look, look, I sat down and said, well, I like these chairs we got. Well, it has also... <laughs> I've started that. Like, hey, where'd we it, get this? It's often, it's where'd often, it's often been said it is, it is better to have a neighbor with a pool than yes, you have one. Yeah. So. Yo, that I went over there and, I, and like I'm using towels they've got hanging up to dry. I'm drying off with them. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. How long is this towel been up here? Well, I like yeah. how these keystones mm-hmm. feel on your feet, man. Yeah. Nice, Rick, man. I don't know if, if, if you're wondering, yeah, another glass of lemonade would be great. <laughs> what did we make today? Oh, with the cherry in it. Yeah, I like that. Hey, you got some sunscreen? I forgot. Uh-huh. Oh, no, you can't use it anymore. <laughs> I need some vitamin D. Hey, I like how we put this table out here we can eat off of and be in the shade and still be by the pool. That's awesome. But, I mean, it's, you know. Rick, I don't know if you would want to keep a pool up. You know, there's some upkeep there. Really? Maintenance. Well, you tell me it was no big deal. It really isn't. But everybody says, talk, says it like that. Well, I'm watching you on that because if, 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 if you can deal with it, I know I Did can. Did you have to replace your liner? No, not yet. Is, isn't there water under it? No. Okay. No, surely not. No, it's fine. Bubbling. It's really not that hard. About fifteen minutes every Monday. Oh, you do have to do something. Though? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, but ain't no big deal. You just backwash everything. It's okay. But I mean, it's not as much now as it used to be. I heard they've come a long way. But you're oh, thinking about you're thinking about seventies. Are you are you checking the water and doing all the chemical? You, you checks? have to do all that. And I know you don't drain some them out of the, some of the chemical things are a little overdone. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I noticed you I hit the big three. I know she don't drain them out. Chlorine, pH, alkaline, I'm good. Yeah, but you they, know, they, I ain't worried it about stays magnesium. In year round. Yeah. It, it, still, it stays in there. I year run round. it year round like we're going to swim in it. Yeah. I, I don't make any difference. Honey, you lightened your hair. No, I just went swimming. Yeah. You know. All right. Well, all right. Over, overdone. I'm glad you said that because this afternoon I'll go, hey, are we checking the, the magnesium? That's what I'll ask over there <laughs> yeah. at my, at my copo. <laughs> You know, my, I think if you get a good pool. Well, they're busy. They're, they got a lot to do. I'm sure. Not, that's if too you good get, a pool not to be in it. If you get good equipment. It, it pretty much will take care of itself. You gotta, you just keep an eye on it, mm-hmm. make sure it doesn't get out of whack. Throw a little, throw a little shock in there every now and then. <gasps> That's it. Mm-hmm. Why don't you mm-hmm. take on their pool cleaning guy? The maintenance. You're, you're the maintenance guy. Here's the thing too. Was this side of line? They got one of those things you put on the top, the solar heated, and I objected to it. I don't know if that's a good idea for us. <laughs>
I said, we might just want to let it warm on its own. You know what I would like to do? I don't, I I don't want to like say to, the dogs get trapped in it. I'd like to have a... I'd like I don't to know have that we should have done that. I don't know about that investment. I want a solar panel just to raise the temperature of my water about 10 degrees. Yes. And I, I don't have enough information on that. I well, know they do it in Arizona and Florida. We're not far enough south. Well, here's here. my scare, though. If you, though, I don't like for the water to get the point. If I'm real hot, I get in it now. I'm... I mean, because there's nah, a there's, some, to about there's something to getting in the water and it being cold. Yes. To, you know, when you're it being, takes the heat out of you. Right. That's to, to be refreshed. I think I know why. I you... even got so fancy. I replaced a light bulb down underwater. I like that. I think that I know the reason why you feel so like close this bond that you have is because not only is it refreshing, but you saw this house struggle for so many. I've months. watched it be built. Yeah. I'm yeah. so happy that we finished. You kind of feel yeah. like it is yours. Yeah. Right. Twenty-nine minutes now past the hour. Uh, it is the Cooks Pest Control Best of, and we thank you for being with us. Eight six six, we be big is our number. We got a couple of more uh, best of bits scheduled for this hour, uh, and there's some good ones as always. Um, you minions, we got something with Greg coming up next. Don't you go anywhere. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes till top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to this Cooks Pest Control Best of. Our number is eight six six. We be big. His requested stuff. We've had a breakthrough uh, on an ongoing story this Great. week. This is a legendary moment on the show. Did we Twitter this, by the way, uh, to get everybody up is, to date? Uh, I Twitter that right now. We've been following uh, the real Greg Bird just now, going into your second or third year next month. It'll be three in August. Three third. Has it year. been that long? Yeah. Wow. And, you know, he's always sort of been in the spotlight here with his connection to the show, now being on the staff full-blown in the spotlight. And one of the adjustments uh, has been for his family, and um, we were discussing this upcoming uh, gathering that uh, he and his wife are hosting uh, for some of his in-laws and his wife's family. And uh, we've been concerned, and we've wanted to talk to his wife, Lisa, uh, my sister-in-law, and who I've known since she was in, you know, junior high school. And... um, and she has agreed to come on the show uh, and discuss this very personal. Um, <laughs> it's, a big, it's a big weekend, Rick. And big weekend. Look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get this done. The luckiest woman alive, Lisa Burgess, joins us now. Lisa, how you doing? Hey, I'm a little tired. I've been outside weed eating all morning. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Yeah, whatever. This is radio gold. Lisa, what? You couldn't crank the weed eater. You know Lisa, that. what is Easy. it like being married to Greg Burgess? I don't start all that. We're uh, talking about this a weekend event. I'll say echo. I, I think y'all get a little taste of it every day, don't you? Uh, we do. Now, Lisa, <laughs> do, you, for that. do you feel like that this house is ready? Uh, negative. <laughs> So, look, 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 so look. what? what is on the list that needs to be done? What is mission critical? Bill, I have not checked anything off of the list yet. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The grass got cut. Yes, this is great. Okay, now let, let me tell you about the grass getting cut. Okay, he's not touched the backyard. No, I'm not saving even that for last. It. Not even touched. It. No. But here's what I thought. What if worst case scenario, because I got an echo for some reason. Yeah. What if for worst case scenario, the weather went bad? 
the backyard not being cut is a lot less critical than the front. Do you so agree I went with ahead that? and got the front. Do you agree with that, Lisa? N- not at all. Why? No. Greg Burgess, the <laughs> backyard needs to be cut, too. You can see it out the, the window. Front. Listen, let me tell you and what. And it's not as high as the front was, <laughs> listen, either. Listen, this is my time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. That's funny. Let let me tell you what. <laughs> let me tell you if he if he would quit pitching fits in the yard. Did you say that? Cut, when did you say that? Cut. Listen, this is true. I have looked out the window and I have seen rakes flying in the air. <laughs> the grass there, kept widening up under the lawnmower. There has been shovels flying in the air. I have seen him take, he, he wears, listen, he wears that straw cowboy hat when he cuts grass. <laughs> I have seen that hat being thrown across the field. <laughs> he, Baby girl brings it back to me then. Yeah, with, with a big hoe in it. Well, speaking of that, let me tell you this. That vet trip you sent me on the other day held me up. Now, Gre- that, that cost Gre- me a Gre- day Gre- of cutting right there. Greg Burgess, that vet trip was one day. Baby girl needed to go, but that was one day. I know, but when I got home to cut that day, it started raining. <laughs> if I'd have been home, I could have got a good hour and a half in. Listen, this this is what's been going on. I, I literally have to just lock the door and not let him come in the house when he comes home because if he comes in, he sits down, he goes sound to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I, I, I can't let him in because if, if I, I do, get to watch an Oprah, I'm out. Yeah, nothing's going to get done <laughs> ever. So you're saying if he gets that air conditioner rolling on him, it's over. You can't ever let him get up coming from the heat. No, no, listen. It, uh, it, look, mouth is wide open, head slung back. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> this is the greatest moment ever. I mean, it's so over. now, Lisa, is this before or after he goes to that special refrigerator? <laughs> Now, listen, there's no special refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't do that. <laughs> Maybe there that. needs to be, and more things would get <laughs> no, done. No, <laughs> it, it saved him let's time driving up to EL. Yeah, let's think about that. Maybe investing in one. honestly, before this is over, I'm going to need the special refrigerator. <laughs> you know, you got a good point. All right, Lisa, so look, I mean, to me, <laughs> you do have a good if, point. I'm, if, if I'm having family over, I mean, we're all talking. The, the the one of the most prominent things we see is the backyard, right out the window. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! I have a gigantic. My my house is nothing but windows. You can see out everywhere you're at, and you can look in the front. It's nicely cut, except for the weeds that I tried to pull well, up myself. Last, I'm doing that. Yeah, last his, thing. listen, his plant. I'm just going to weed it last. <laughs> he thinks that's the best thing no, to do. Now, I'll, I'll tell, tell you what, what I have done. Your impersonation. No, no, how does he say it, Lisa? How does he say it? <laughs> I'm just going to weed it last. Yeah. You know, and, and, and listen, and as he's saying that to me, he's kind of got this walk about him like he's got everything took care of. <laughs> I do. I've got a plan. But oh. listen, listen, look how good I did on getting that drive it clean, though. It looks good. Thank you, painting company, because, listen, that has been on the list for a year. That would never have happened if they had not came and, and did that yesterday. And let me let you in on this, too. The white truck... Okay. What's wrong with it? He has not told the truth about the white truck. The white truck has had a flat tire for a year. (laughs) Not a year. Not a year. You're that cow. Just recently. That might be an exaggeration. Not a year, about six months, honestly. Lisa, that that thing's not going to sit there in in the way with a flat tire, is it? No, listen. listen, He's going to weed eat under it because the grass is grown. But I I guess I'm just. Oh, it's on grass? She's exaggerating. It's on grass, Lisa? Yeah. So you got weeds up under it? Well, I don't want it where I park my car. <laughs> it's on the side of our turnaround spot where you back in and turn around. He's got it parked right there. And so I guess to make it look good, I'm just going to set a bunch of ferns on it today. 
<laughs> I, yeah, I'm I'm about to go to the store and just try to get some things to decorate it. Maybe hang maybe hang some welcome family banners. Now that's a good idea. <laughs> now you're thinking. If you got lemons, make lemonade. Hey, now what about the ditch, Lisa? Has he bushed Don't on bring dip? that up. Listen, listen, it's a, a hayfield. I didn't know that it, I didn't know there was a ditch there. <laughs> it's a hayfield. Well, it's not time to cut the You'll hay find yet. out when 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 family hadn't seen years fall in it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I mean, you know, God loves him. He, he tries. But just like yesterday, I kept looking out there, and the it, the grass is wet Bad because wet. it's been raining, of course. And he it gets stuck under the lawnmower, so he gets out. I can hear him in the house <laughs> yelling and pitching a fit. I ain't never going to get finished with this. And he's like just throwing grass. <laughs> <laughs> My hand's staying green from digging it out from my Lisa, listen. Good to hear from you, Lisa. You have a nice day. Hey, Lisa, listen. I thank God every day that we live on 20 acres because nobody can see him. Lisa, we'll come into work. And, and, you know, there's monitors. You can see, you know, like the studio, even if you're back in the offices, okay? Mm-hmm. And I'll look in here, and I'll see him. And looking at the computer. Trying to get the, getting everything loaded for the day and the computers <laughs> and all that. And, and sooner or later... You'll see. You'll see him throw his hands up. He'll start stomping around in there. Oh yeah. Can you read his lips? No, I, no, I, <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, but let me ask you a question. Has he pressure washed like the walkway leading up uh, to the front door or anything? I told him why I can't. See that? Yeah, well, baby girl ate the cord. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, at least y'all got that rug in the back, right? That's not his fault that baby girl ate. She also ate the cord off of his leaf blower too. So. He can't blow the – so I was out there sweeping as he was cutting yesterday because baby girl has just destroyed everything. Well, at least you got the new welcome mat you got. Rick Burgess, <laughs> don't bring that up. I had just put that rug down. At least that's not on me. I came in the house and looked out the window, and it was wadded up, and she was up underneath it just going to town on the corner. <laughs> I love it. Just tear it Well, up. Lisa, you've been uh, you're very, very kind to come on the show in, in a very high-pressure situation. Well, let me say this. I got a, a lot of pressure when you host it's something. Gonna be, uh, I got it. I'll pull it off. It's okay. going to come in under the Lisa, wire. How many, I'm coming in under the wire. How many folks are coming? How big of a van is this? It's just probably about 40. <laughs> oh, my gracious. You downplayed this group. I, I thought it was 12. <laughs> she no. don't have that many people in her family. Greg Burgess. Oh. Yes, I do. Oh, you about to get in trouble. And keep in mind, these are 40 oh, wow. people that have never been here before, so everything First has time. to be perfect. Wow. Mm. Uh, Greg Burgess. Oh, Lisa, thank Greg you. Greg Burgess. Look, I, got a I know you got to get back out and pull up weeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got to go. Get that weeded to crank back up. Lisa, this has been long. This has been long overdue, and let's not make it so long next time. Okay. Next time, won't you do your impersonation of Betty? (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Bye, Lisa. Bye. Bye. I'll see you in the yard. You're in trouble. (laughs) We'll be right back. Seventeen minutes past. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes till top of the hour. Uh, thank you so much for being with the Rick and Bubba Show. It is a Cook's Pest Control Best Up. Big thanks, uh, real quick. Um, 
It was fun last night. Uh, I was at Shrimp Basket uh, in Hoover, Alabama. They were hosting a shrimp eating competition. And, you know, I really didn't know what I was walking into. Uh, I knew uh, that it was going to be a lot of fun, but uh, two um, two baseball teams in the Birmingham market, Vestavia Hills and Hoover High School, faced off in a shrimp eating competition that was pretty entertaining. If, if you want to look at that uh, on Facebook, just search Shrimp Basket and for your enjoyment is that competition but it was a big crowd a lot of fun met a lot of folks saw a lot of familiar faces representing the rick and bubba show with our flagship station uh and um it was just a good time so uh i told everybody i'd give them a big shout out last night uh i think the most eaten uh was 40 something shrimp in 90 seconds by one of the players but the, one of the Diamond Dolls, she was only a couple shy. That girl, you talking about eating, she got after it. Uh, but that was a lot of fun and a lot of good food, of course, at the Shrimp Basket. So thank you all for having me uh, and uh, the flagship uh, station WZZK in the Birmingham market. It was a lot of fun last night uh, as we ate a lot of shrimp and a lot of seafood. Uh, and speaking of baseball, don't forget this coming Saturday, Jacksonville State and Sanford uh, have a very big game at the Hoover Med at 5 p.m., uh, if you're in the Birmingham market and you want to see some good college baseball, check that out at the Hoover Met. 5 p.m. is first pitch. All right, so as we roll on, we've had a lot of requests. This is the last one this hour. And, you know, Casio Kid is heavily requested uh, during the best of weeks. I mean, you know, at the wrong pool, the owl, uh, Ben Purr, all this kind of stuff. But this one was really requested, and it's when he burnt down Grandma's house. Take a listen on the Best of Rick and Bubba show. And uh, Kid has been pretty hot this year. Some stories that people, a lot voted deemed worthy of the best of CD, uh, didn't make the cut, but uh, there will probably be a, a, another release. Uh, the CD after this one uh, will probably have Casio on it because he has given us some great stories. We'll just uh, make one called Casio's Close Calls. That would be a good one. Well, we had, some, we had some timely events this year that we had to get on there. So uh, Your intro could not be more... Oh, it stings a little. Oh, really? Relating to this story. The kid is hot tonight. Um, I thought I wasn't going to bring this up on the air because it hurts me a little bit. Sure. This is a, kind of a sad story. But uh, a 4th of July, it was a big weekend. My birthday was right there. And and so I'm on – that's a party week to me. I'm in a fun zone sure. the entire week. Absolutely. Well, the 5th, in between the 4th and, and my birthday, we're at my grandmother's house. And we all know that – for some reason, so I have a rash you. of incidents with, with, with older people. With the okay? elderly. What, what is I that? respect my elders, but they don't respect me. You're There's constantly running it in with some papa sure. or mama. That's why me and Mickey don't get along that well. Right, that's sure, okay. Sure. It's another story. Uh, well, we're all sitting there and we're telling old stories, just like you do with the family. You know, it's, this is before the standard family fight and everybody leaves. Okay? Right, yeah, which happens always late <laughs> in the family function. Sure, this is cutting up beside the pool. We got some dogs cooking. Well... Fourth of July stories break out, and I, I just need to apologize to my family, and I need to apologize to my grandmother mm. in particular. Um, I realize I don't think I did. I didn't put it on me, but the family does. <clears throat> it seems that now that I look back on it, um, I burnt down my grandmother's house a couple <laughs> years ago. <laughs> That's kind of severe. Fact, <laughs> um, 
Cassio? You know, we were talking, retelling the story about it. Yes. I, I knew it had burnt, of course. She's yeah. had to move to we, this we, new We one. all remember that your mama's house burned. Sure, everybody mm-hmm. realizes that. Yes. And, uh, you know, she got a new house with a pool now. But, yeah. Well, you... Which is, some people saying, is the cause of me burning the house down. But So really, in a way, you did your grandmother a favor. Sure. Um, and let me tell you how it seems to be on me. Uh, this would be, I'm probably 13 at this time, 10 years ago. Um, it seems that on 4th of July, I was told to clean up all the leftover fireworks stuff. Mm-hmm. She used to live on the river, so we're out on the on the dock, and we're shooting them off the pier, okay? Right. It's my job to clean them up. Well, allegedly reportedly, mm-hmm. okay, I get all the discarded fireworks and put them in one trash bag, and it looks as though I put it up against the house. <laughs> And some of them were a little hot still, okay? And I remember them being a little hot, okay? I remember them being a little hot. Yeah, but you thought, ah, it'll, it'll burn out. Sure. Uh, it, it's got to cool down at some point. Sure. I, didn't, I, I don't think I realized it. <laughs> the heat against plastic of a trash bag and a plastic of a trash can and the plastic of, or the vinyl on the vinyl siding... It, they don't set good together. No. It's going to end up bad. Uh, all of that stuff will melt. So you're saying you didn't know you really – there was never when it burned down when you were young, you didn't think, oh, the trash can. Just now it's done, done. You, I bet I burnt my grandmother's house down. And I also didn't realize that everybody knew it was on me. You really? see what I'm saying? Everybody – I mean, everybody was like, oh, clearly you, you put the trash can there. You, you burnt the house down. So it was definitely the trash can that caught the house on fire? The whole family knew you burned your grandmother's house down, but you didn't know it. That is the direct cause of her house being no longer. And it, and you didn't have to. You didn't face that until this year. Yeah, and it hurts. It hurts because I had to look my grandmother in the face because I thought, oh, y'all are joking. Y'all are trying to get one on me because you know me. I again, I refused to get pulled one on. <laughs> sure. And it's I, dramatic when your grandmother lives at the Wild. And I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let's, let's, go, let's go visit Mima at the Y. <laughs> Granny, your little... living room's big as a gym. <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> yeah, that's nice caught. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's sad looking at my grandmother in the face and going, "Did do you think I'm the cause of your house burning down?" And and her to look at me and say, "Yes." So I just want to apologize to my family. I think that's where we've been on the wrong foot ever since I was thirteen. Well, well let me tell you, my, your family must be different. <laughs> yeah, but, but, I don't believe mine would keep that secret too well. Because my dad, and, would, I would have been reminded of it often that they and, thought I burned the house down. Oh, and see, I found out about it that they joke about it all the time. Every time it's brought up, they go, "Yeah, appreciate you, Jess." So you mean your 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 grandma's house burns down, and no one ever came in your room, bust the door up, and go, "You you, you burned your grandmother's house down." <laughs> and I said. This is 10, 10 years? years ago. Oh, I figured it out. What, what is What happened? They went to a counselor or a therapist or something, and he said you should wait till he gets a little more mature before they break it to you. Because so why did they tell me that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's what I was thinking to say. I don't think they waited quite long enough. No. What, so it's official then. Yeah, and I asked her, I said, well, was there any, like, other possibilities of where the fire could have started? <laughs> well, you did, did you leave an iron on overnight? I mean, because they, here's how it did. They they woke up at 5 o'clock on the 5th, and their, you know, their house is engulfed. So you could have also killed your grandmother. Yeah, they had to escape by their neighbors coming to, <laughs> coming to screaming that the, their house is on fire. 
<laughs> and you there did you it. Go. And they didn't and say anything me. to the you. The sound about of it. the bottle rockets woke them up. <laughs> right. That, that was <laughs> pretty much. Is this where they thought must well, have been Jesse? Hey, that would not have happened in my family. Like Monday morning, my dad would be, hey, <laughs> hey, son, you was out there playing them fireworks. You put them in that trash can because that's where the fire started. <laughs> your mama off about killed her. So I'd be like, mm, uh. <laughs> I realize that I don't have a great relationship with my grandmother now, and I think it's because of that. My grandmother made me eat fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to apologize to the entire family. This many years later. Yeah, I'm sorry. Any other secrets you need to know about, Jesse? I just, I mean, y'all just come out and tell me. Don't be afraid to tell me if I got something I need to know about. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? I was really hot that night. <laughs> Came in a little hot. I bet you, you was really cutting up. They broke that news to you, and it was a little Cassia over in the corner. <laughs> Cassia, where's your grandmother? Is she up in the mountains, or do they go to the beach this year for vacation? No, she's up at the Mayo Clinic. <laughs> at the Burn Center. Oh. <laughs> mm. so I just want to apologize. Well, I'm glad Ooh. your family waited 10 years to finally give you, shoot you straight on that one. Sure, I'll have, no okay, pro- I'll have no problems over this. Don't worry about it. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm mentally sound. I'm, I'm good. I'm well, good. You, your mama got a pool out of it. She survived. <laughs> sure. Huh? Now I had to sit in the pool and think about how I'm All right, that'll wrap this hour up. Thank you so much for tuning in to this Cook's Pest Control Best Of. Uh, it has been a lot of fun. Don't forget, go to rickandbubba.com for all the information about the show and go to the social links. Give us all a follow. Thank you. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.